Listen to this message, you will be challenged and encouraged through God's Word. Here at Heartsease Family Life Church, it has always been our desire to see people's lives totally impacted and changed. His Word promises to accomplish that. For more information in regards to our church, you can call us at 225-274-1607 or visit us on the web at www.hflc.us. We look forward to hearing from you. Be blessed now as you listen to God's Word. great words to say or anything like that, but I am going to speak from my heart tonight. So if you'll just bear with me one, un momento. Anybody that's ever heard me, you know I can't come without an object lesson of some sort. One day I will. I'll surprise you all. They've given me a time limit. Thank you. Who does not like time limits in this place? I'm just teasing. I'm sticking with it, Trey. He's watching me. He's got that eye on me. It's been a great, um, a great month talking about behind the music, and we've had heard a lot of really good things. We heard about, you know, Megan um, talked about some of just her life and the the commitment that she made to to the Lord after, um, you know, some really traumatic things that happened in her life, and how that. You know, after those things happened, she just said, Lord, whatever, whatever you want me to do, I'll do from this point forward. If you just, you know, show me how to, to get out of this mess. And I, I know I don't say it like she did, but basically that was, that's what she was saying. Sometimes, though, we do say things and we promise the Lord things that um, we don't really mean at all. We just want, want him to get us out of a jam, right? Um, so... But she didn't do that. She really does serve God, and she's, she and Trey are doing exactly what God has called them to do. And uh, they're incredible. I kind of want to give, I guess, some um, kudos or whatever to them. They've been awesome as worship leaders, and um, the passion that's in their heart is um, fantastic. We're very honored, really, to have them be leaders over the worship team. And uh, just the input that they've had and, and the tremendous things that they've brought to the table for us. Most importantly, they love God with all their heart and they want to do exactly what God has called them to do and with the vision that God has put within their heart. And uh, also we've heard Trey talk about, like last Wednesday, we heard, heard him talk about the, um, about the music and the, the wrong worship. And, you know, we... Sometimes we do find ourselves in wrong worship, just in that sometimes we come in and we just don't feel it, right? We just don't feel it. And, uh, and then also there are times because of the way that we've been brought up, you know, some of us have been brought up in different backgrounds and, and uh, I can, you know, I, I won't call any denomination because it doesn't really matter. You can be a member of this church and still um, have a... a just something inside of you that's ingrained in you that that this is the way that it has to be and because you're not accustomed to it that it ain't it ain't so or it's not true and so that's uh that's not right either so 
Um, with, with that said, I'm going to say just a little bit about um, what's in my heart tonight and tell you just a little bit about me as, as far as worship goes. And I'll probably cry because it's, very, it's a very important subject for me and I'm not, I can't possibly express to you everything that's inside of my heart. Although there's many, there's, my heart is really, really full and, and there's a time limit and I'm like, there's so much to say. What do I really say that might make an impact on you tonight? Um, and to make maybe you, you know, your thinking change a little bit. Uh, we've talked about, you know, Trey mentioned, and not just mentioned, it really is a fact, about um, a culture change. You know, one of the vision that they have in their heart is this culture change. Well, what, what does that mean? What does it mean, culture change? Well, it can mean a lot of things. One thing I want to ask you, uh, this, just as a, as a group, you know, we say we're culture critics. We are about, you know, things um, progress through the years and things change. And we find a lot of things that we don't agree with just because it's not like it was in the old days. And this is, you know, it's not like it was in the old days, thank God. I don't want to go back to those days. I want to be here and now. And I want to be moving forward. And that's what this church is all about. It's about moving forward in the things of God. Not in the things of us, but in the things of what God wants us to do and what he wants this church do, not only this church, what he wants you to do individually, what the Lord wants you to do individually. And that's what pastor wants. He wants you to be in your calling, what God has called you to do, to play your part, to be a part of this incredible um, journey that we're on and being in this credible church of Heart Seas Family Life Church and being under an incredible shepherd, um, Pastor P and his lovely wife, Kelly, so and his family. We don't want to forget them because they're all included. It's just not he and Kelly, but it's the family that's included also. So we all play an important part of this puzzle. Um, going back to we're culture critics, I could ask you, let me ask you this question. Okay, what's the latest movie yet? I don't go watch movies, so I don't know anything about movies. What's the latest movie that some... Uh, Courageous. Okay, I know that that's one. I don't know what it's about, but people say it's, it's good. Well, you may say it's good if you've seen it, but you may say it was boring. And somebody else may say that it made me cry. And if it's going to make me cry, I'm not going to go see it. And tell you that I cry over commercials. So, yeah, I know I'm not going to go see it. But, you know, and then I might ask you, well, well, how was your day today? How was your day today, Miss Victoria? It was great. Well, um, then I might ask, I might, who was, here, who was here Sunday? Okay, I know all the normal people. Y'all put your hands down. Okay, who was here Sunday? Just raise your hands again. Okay, let's see. So let me ask you, how was worship Sunday? Phenomenal. Okay. Well, you say it's phenomenal, but somebody else might say, well, okay, let me back up. I wasn't here Sunday, but I know Aaron, so I know that it couldn't be anything but incredible. I got it. Let me go back to, let's see, a couple of Sundays ago, and I was playing. You know what I'm going to say? Husband, do you know what I'm going to say? <laughs> 
Everybody should know what I'm going to say. All right, so we're up there, and we're playing, and everything's going along just fine until all of a sudden we, we, we move from praise and worship and, you know, and dancing and clapping and all of this stuff, and we go into the worship songs, and all of a sudden I go completely blank. Blank, totally blank. I froze. So I'm looking at these two songs, and I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. None. So that was a very uh, awkward, to say the least, I can't think of another word, moment for me and also for Megan that was trying to sing songs. Of course, she did great. We decided, she decided to sing, we were singing them a cappella. <laughs> Obviously, that wasn't planned, but, um, and, and it wasn't planned. And I just, you know, went blank. But, so you may say, I I said, personally, I said, that was an absolutely train wreck. That was horrible. I leave here and feeling, you know, pretty low. And, um, but you know what? I was really wrong for that. Because the Lord really moved in in that time. And see, I wasn't looking at that at the moment. I was looking at what I did. I was looking at me. 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 When I should have been looking at him, him, him. Because you're not here, or you shouldn't be here, I shouldn't be here, because of the music itself. Because of how great it is, how... Um, bad it might have, you know, how train wreck it might have been. But we've got to go from us to him, which is the audience of one. So when we, I'm not saying anything on that paper, so I'm just going to go with what I'm going with. But it is important that we come in and worship and see and visit and have that personal time with an audience of one. And there's only one one. There's only one one. And that's Jesus. That's the Lord. That's God. There's only one one. That's the Holy Spirit also. So it's the audience of one. And our part in that is to worship that audience of one, not the music that we play. So when we're talking about behind the music, what's behind the music in our heart, deep in our heart, is that audience of one that our spirit really is yearning for inside. We cover it up with all kind of things, which we're fixing to talk about, is how we find ourselves in a box. So, we find ourselves in a box by the different thoughts that we might have, like we talked about the culture Change. Trey's talking about a culture change. To me, I haven't 
haven't really spoken to him specifically about that, but this is what it means to me. And tonight, you know, you're probably going to be asked that question about what does culture change mean to you. But what culture change is, is being a part of this church and being um, a part of the worship team, being a part of the congregation. And what our vision is, or you know, for this church, is that we are moving forward. We're moving forward in the direction that the Lord has called us to go in. With that includes... A diff- not a necessarily a different kind of worship, but a deeper kind of worship, a different place of worship. Does that make sense? It's a different place of worship than you've ever experienced before. Okay, so we find ourselves possibly in this box, and the reason that is because There's a lot of reasons we can find ourselves in a box. Our upbringing is one. You coming from a denomination, another church, different style of music, all of these things, and maybe you can't accept yet what the Lord wants you to do in worshiping Him, in worshiping the audience of one. So you're not even you're not even going to be open to it, but. That's not really what the Lord wants, that audience of one. He wants us to be able to be open. Well, what's another reason that we can't do that? Because we find ourselves in a place when we've praised and worshiped and we've clapped and we've danced and we we sing and we have a real good time. And then it comes this place that that maybe some things start happening in our heart and we start feeling uncomfortable inside. So when we start feeling uncomfortable inside, we can do one of two things. We can go with what's happening on the inside of us, or we can just stop and say, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to raise my hands. I'm not going to, oh, no, I'm certainly not going to get down on my knees. That would be too, in a place that we've been too vulnerable. So let me, I hope I'm not confusing you. But I do want to read this part, this, what worship means to me and what culture change means to me. Dancing, rejoicing, hollering, shouting, and singing until your spirit calms down. Praise and worship, or the praise part, we're doing all these things. It's kind of like having to prime our pump. You know, it's, you know how when you start a car, you know, you got to get out there and you got to start and maybe have to let it warm up a little bit before you take off. That's the same thing that we do because nobody knows what you came in with on Sunday morning or on Wednesday night. So it takes us a little while to settle down or what I call it, it takes a little while for our heart to settle down, for our heart to calm, actually. Then by the time worship comes along, and we're singing songs uh, like we did tonight. Love came down. Love came down and rescued me. Or falling on my knees. Falling on my knees to worship. Giving it all to him. So when it comes to that part, that's where our, our spirit and our insides, our heart has already come to this 
kind of calm place. Now it's time for us to take a step further, go a little bit deeper in to that place where, you know, the Lord is bringing us, where we're being ushered in into through worship. And that's a good thing. So when we go to the step further, entering into that place where it becomes a little bit uncomfortable and a little bit vulnerable, because now all of a sudden we do have that choice, and that's where the box does come in. When you find yourself, you, you say, no, I can't, I can't do that. I can't raise my hands. I, I can't do that. That's because when you're getting kind of nervous, that's because the Lord's moving on your heart. And what he really wants you to do, and it exposes your heart a little bit, and you're feeling uncomfortable, and you don't know what to do with it, that really is the Lord tugging at your heart because he's wanting to bring you into that place of worship. Being totally him. You and him only. Not anybody else around you. Not worrying about anybody else around you. But just you and him. You and the audience of one. And that's when, where he wants you because he wants you to become transparent. It's not easy. It just gives me chills to think of it. It's not easy to become transparent because now you're exposing Not that he doesn't know anyway, but you're allowing, if you allow yourself to become transparent, it's exposing the things that's inside of you, in your heart. Maybe the thought process you might have. Maybe maybe the things that you think about. But see, the Lord doesn't, he doesn't care about what is there, not how you come to him. He wants you to come any, just how you are. You don't have to be all cleaned up first. In fact, you're not ever going to be come to him all cleaned up because none of us are perfect. He's the only one, so you, you can't take that role. <laughs> you're not perfect. But he does want you to come to that place where you're absolutely transparent. Why? Because that's where you get changed. That's where you can go to even a deeper level, and you can have, and what happens, this is truly what happens, and I'm really trying to encourage you tonight to not find yourself in this box because of pride, because of I can't do that, I'll never do that, I'm not going to let anybody see me do that. That's not how I was brought up, I don't want to sing that song, I hate that song, that's too much like the young people. Well... You know, we're moving forward. I might not like every song that we play. You might not like every song we play. But you have to not really look at that because it's not about that music unless, you know, you're somewhere where it's totally uh, ungodly music. That would be different. But it's not all about that. It's about coming to that place where you've exposed your heart, and that's what worship does. It brings you to that place where you make a decision. Whether you say yes or whether you say no. If you say no, this is where you're going to stay. Your spirit inside does not want to be in there. It's screaming to come out. It wants to come out. But that is truly our decision on what we do. I can't help you with that. Pastor can't help you. 
Trey and Megan can't help you. No one can really help you. We can encourage you and exhort you and, br- and bring you to that place where you have to make that decision, but we can't make that decision for you. Only you can do that. So when you do allow yourself to come to that place where you become transparent, this is what's automatically going to start coming out of your heart. I I pretty much can say that this is what's going to happen. When you've been willing and you've said yes, that I'm just going with it, and, and the Lord's moving on your heart, tugging at your heart, showing some things that might be kind of ugly about yourself, and you just start surrendering. And then you start saying, you know, I'm sorry, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. And that's what, that's what he wants. Because that's where you can truly change. You can change what you were into something that he's created you already to be. You're just not there. But if you allow him to do that work, he's going to start opening doors up for you. Start giving you favor and start, start um, um, putting your steps. Just the steps are ordered by the Lord. So, you know, you're going to start just walking in the things of God. And you're going to be actually literally become lighter on the inside than what you were. Because all that oppression, depression, or um, uh, anger, or pridefulness, or any of those things that you ha- your body has and spirit has come attached to, now you've allowed the Lord to expose those things in your heart. And now, since those things are being exposed, they're being removed. They're literally being removed. And so now he doesn't just take something out and not put anything back in. So he takes it out, those things that don't belong, and then he starts filling you back up with all the good things of God, the Holy Spirit. And he starts filling you up with with love, love for him, love for that audience of one. And that's really where he wants you to be, focusing on him you and him it's a meeting place and that's what worship behind the music is to me the last thing i had a number of things to say but i know i can't um so we came to that vulnerable place and it is truly only for a moment it's only for a moment if you say yes if you don't then you're going to stay right there and you're just going to go through the same thing over and over and over and over. And that is not a good thing. So after, if you will, allow the Lord to do these things, then you come to a place of willing surrender, expressing love to the Holy One, then going a step even further, entering into that Holy of Holy Places, Holiest places. That place where you cry out for more of him. You're saying, see, you, you didn't want to, but then you decided to. And then all of a sudden you're saying, Lord, I'm sorry. Then you're saying, Lord, I want more of you. I want more of this. And I want more and more. And then you find yourself when you leave, you're worshiping and you're praising like you've never done before. That is an awesome place to be.
And just like in the book of Revelation where that, the angels, they bow down and all they're saying is, holy, 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 worship is the lamb who sits upon the throne. That's in that place where we want to be. That's in that place of holy of holies. That's that place that I know I, I want to be. I used to see myself years ago when I first got saved. But I had done so many things wrong in my life. It took about, it took five years before I, I knew God as my father. Before I could trust the Lord because of all the other male figures in my life. So it took a very long time for me to accept that he was my father. And actually, the Lord did it. I, did, I didn't do it. It was like he took this little tiny disc. I'll never forget it. Um, he took this little bitty tiny little disc and just inserted it in my heart. At that very moment, I knew that God was my father. But it was five years before that happened. And that's a long time. And I still kept on. But it was a long time for that to happen. So during, during this five-year period, I could see I would be worshiping anyway. I would still be worshiping the Lord. My heart wanted it so much. But those things that would hold me back, these things that I had done, and all these horrible things. So I was holding myself back, and I really couldn't let go, and I wanted to. And I would peep. It was like I was peeping in the heaven. And it was a huge, huge, like, the best way I can describe it, it's kind of like a humongous ballroom, gorgeous ballroom floor or something. More beautiful than that, but it's, it's really hard to describe what I would see. And it's like there was doors, and I would be peeping through those windows. And I wanted to be on that dance floor, dancing before the Lord with all of my heart, but I couldn't get there. And I would be, I would just look and look and I would just, my head would be on the door. And this is just what I would see when I'd be worshiping the Lord. And, and I would see it and I would say, I want to be there. I want to be there. And I could see, I could see me, even though I was on the outside of the door, I could see me out there dancing before the Lord and just, just me. And it's like I could see the Lord, but I couldn't really see him. I couldn't see him. It, but, but something inside of me, it's like you can, but you can't. You know, you know we can't, and the Bible says that we can't. And I couldn't see him, but yet I guess his, his presence was just so strong that I, I felt like I, I knew I was in the presence of God, even though I was still peeping in this window. But I know that that my spirit wanted to be there. So it did take, it took some time. So I'm not saying this is something that you are going to experience tonight or today. You could. It took me five years. But to really come to that place where I could really open my heart up to this, what I thought was, you know, really just a man, another man to abuse me, another man to hurt me, um, I just couldn't get that. So I don't know what you've been through, but I know that the Lord knows what you've been through. And I know that it might be a difficult time for you to come to that place. But I would just like to to say to you tonight, please allow him to touch your heart 
And please, if, if you feel that little tugging, you'll know what I'm talking about when you feel it. You can, you can feel that something tugging at your heart. Give in to it. Just say yes. That's all you have to do is say yes. Just say yes. And he does the rest. That's a pretty good motto. Just say yes, he'll do the rest. I like that. (laughs) So with all of that said, I appreciate your patience with me tonight. And um, I hope that there's something that's been said in this month. We've had really uh, some incredible things said this month. So if you would just take one thing and leave here and know that um, our pastor loves you so much. He's probably one of the most compassionate um, men I've ever known. And uh, he loves you with a genuine love. And, and we do too. And so I would just say just, you know, the Lord loves you more. <laughs> the Lord loves you more. And he's wanting you to be set free. We would like to thank you for listening to this message today. We pray that your life has been challenged by what you've heard, but we also know it will be changed as you put God's word into effect. At Heart Seas Family Life Church, our doors are always open to help. If you need any more information or just a friend to listen, we are here. Call us at 225-274-1607 or email us at pastorp at hflc.us. Remember, put God first in your life and everything you do will prosper. We look forward to seeing you soon. God bless.